Hello, and welcome to the Vision Speak Live podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Candice. I'm so glad you decided to tune in. It's not by accident that you are here. It's a divine appointment. And I believe you are going to leave inspired, challenged, and motivated to arise and move forward into your true identity and purpose. Vision Speak Consulting exists to help you discover and cultivate your dreams, strengths, and purpose through education and action with kindness. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining again to this week's episode of Vision Speak Live. I am so excited. I always am. But I'm really, really, really excited to have an amazing guest on today's podcast. And that guest is Molly Prince. Hey, Molly. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Anytime I get to be with you, it's a good time. I know that. Oh, yeah. I feel, you know, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. So you all, I'm going to give Molly a chance to share just a little bit about who she is, but I'll take my time. right now and just say Molly and I and it's weird to say this but we're just going to be forever friends forever colleagues so I'll say I'm saying that but I'll say that for you know the past two school years so starting in I guess it was 2021 (laughs) um through this last school year Molly and I were colleagues um, at Louisville Collegiate School, a private independent school, KM, JK through 12, hey, here in Louisville, Kentucky. And um, I actually met, given some context, met Molly's husband before I met Molly. We may talk about that later, or if not here, I'm just telling you all now. <laughs> and then I think I've told you this, Molly, but I just remember the interaction with you and it was brief, but it was so impactful to me is during um, COVID and Collegiate was blessed to be open and taking all the precautions. And I was so grateful. So my daughter um, is a student there. She's been at Collegiate since third grade. She's going into her junior year. But I know, I know Molly's making a face and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, (laughs) she's 16 and yeah, she'll be a junior this upcoming school year. But um, Collegiate was able to open and I remember, you know, I was dropping Kyla off and Molly was outside taking temperatures and she was just so full of joy. I mean, in the midst of, you all know, all the things going on in our world during that season and I was just like, man, I'm so grateful that Kyla gets this interaction, whether Kyla received it or not. I received it, Molly, because you were smiling while taking her temperature before she got out the car to go into school. So thank you for spreading uh, that joy. Sometimes taking temperatures was the highlight of my day of like, everybody's fresh. Here we go. Right. You don't have a temperature. You don't have a temperature. You don't have a temperature. So it was, you know, it was a joyful start to the day in a yes. strange way. It was, you know, a gift to be there. Yes. And you were outside, you know, we got to greet students and parents. So that really meant a lot um, to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm so glad again that Molly said yes to being on the co- podcast. Thank you, Molly. <laughs> Always a pleasure to be with you in any way, form or shape. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So Molly, I'd love for you to tell our listeners just a little bit more about you, whatever you want to share. (laughs) Um, Gosh, I don't, sometimes don't even know where to start, but 
probably my, you know, have spent a lot of time happily in my life raising my children who are now 20, 22, 24. And I always say that they have been the best teachers in my life. They have taught me so much from day one um, about patience, about finding joy, about just taking one foot, putting it in front of the other. Um, So I'm a mom, but I'm a mom with a often empty nest. Um, And in addition to, you know, being so lucky to be Ellie and Ann and Ben's mom, Mm -hmm. um, you're a little frozen on me. Oh, okay. Okay, There you go. Okay. Okay, Sorry. Um, No, I also um, have been working in schools since uh, right out of college. So I uh, was either, I was in schools and some form or another for 30 years, um, often teaching math. Applaud. Most okay. of that time was teaching math. Um, I always said I taught the gospel of math. Like if, if someone wasn't quite a believer, I'd bring them on board. Yes. I'd get them oh, excited about that. math. Um, and because that really was, was I, you know, I wanted them to like math. I wanted them to see, oh, there are problems in life and you're solving them. And these are just more problems and you'll help solve them. I love uh, that. But then at some point, I kind of transitioned to, I did a lot of different jobs at Collegiate. I ran the summer programs. I was dean of students. I was math department chair. And then I transitioned into college counseling. And that was wonderful for lots of reasons. But one, because, and you've heard me say this, it meant I won the colleague lottery. I got to work with you. And um, that just was such a those two years we'd come to school, I'd see your face, you're beaming a smile. Mm. I see your smile, it makes me smile. Um, so I just, that was such a gift to get into that college counseling that way. Yes, um, I feel the same way. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I won the lottery too. There was a lot, you know, like <laughs> um, what a great experience that I had with you, um, partnering with you and you leading, yes, our department yeah, up to. So good, so good. We had a great time. Yeah. together and I appreciate yeah. you know just how we would encourage one another because yeah. you know that was necessary and and we both fulfill those roles so I'm grateful yeah. oh, I agree yeah that's so good um, I um, I love how well, I'm sorry I hope I didn't no, 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 go, 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 go. go. okay well and I was gonna say <laughs> I love how you said like with math and like you taught the gospel of math and that you you know we're gonna make someone a believer and I was just thinking I was like man if I had Molly as my math teacher <laughs> maybe I would be a believer <laughs> I, I, I hope you long. <laughs> We'd find something that's enjoyable. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I love that. And I'm also thinking about like the students, um, you know, who had you or you had opportunity to even, you know, um, work with them if you were tutoring them. And I know you do tutor students now. And I know that they are, whether they express it or not, that you're able to pour into them and make them that believer, you know, where they feel good about their work in math and understanding the concept. So, yeah. yes. Thank well, you. I think that's something that both you and I do is to help people see their own strengths. Um, yeah. You know, you have the strength and you might not, not you, but well, yes, you, but anybody has yeah. these strengths and especially young people sometimes don't know they have these strengths. And maybe that strength is being able to like factor a polynomial but maybe that strength is oh my gosh look at you you are such a good friend or you know look at you you find meaning in everything you do and I think that's something that 
you do in your work and whether teaching or coaching or college counseling, like that's the joy I find is helping other people see the gift God gave them, yes. you know, that strength is a gift from God. And I, I want to help them grow that gift. Yeah. That's so, so good. Were you taught that Molly? Like, how did you, you know, I'm thinking about that you taught yeah. for, you said 30 years or, you know, we're in the education system. <laughs> no, I love yeah. it. And I, you all can't see us, but I applaud Molly, especially because, so I, it's funny when I was growing up, I was like, I'm not going to be a teacher, you know, and it's funny how you say what you're not going to do, but yeah. then I wasn't a certified teacher, air quotes, mm-hmm. you know, from the state of Kentucky. However, I have been in a lot yeah. of classrooms. You, are a teacher. you know, yeah, yes. I, I do yeah. say that I'm a teacher. And my parents are mm-hmm. former, edu- well, they're still educating, but yeah. <laughs> they retired <laughs> after, you know, 35, 37 years. So when you say that, I'm like, I love it because that's, yeah. that's what I grew up under. Yeah. Is that yeah. dedication, that heart for um, being around students and educating them, whether it's math, whether it's counseling, you know. Um, so, yeah. So I guess, did you did you learn that or, or I guess was there a moment in your career where you're like, you know what, I want to make yeah. sure that students understand that you do have these strengths? Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, growing up my junior high school, high school years, there was a lot of turbulence at home. Home wasn't a very smooth, gentle place, Yeah, but school was, and I loved school. And, um, I had, you know, lots of wonderful teachers, but one teacher I remember. So in particular, two things I remember about him. So I'm trying to do well in math and I'm the only female in my math class. So I'm really intimidated and I, you know, he'd say, anybody have any questions? And nobody had a question. And I'm like, I just put my hand up a little. Yes. And he'd say, and you know, I'd ask whatever question I had. And he'd always say, I am so glad you asked that. You know, and just the, like his, either greeting me with joy, letting me know my question was a valuable question, but mostly just encouraging me and making it, you know, my question be something, you know, he'd say, you know, did everybody hear that? Because this is an important thing to understand. And he'd like make my question something anybody could benefit from that. And I, I do. So his name was Daryl Gage. He taught for 50 years. Ooh. And I think, you know, Daryl so gave me that. And that was a gift of like, every question is a good question. And when yeah. someone asks, like, you got to celebrate that they asked. The other thing he did is he would just ask me about my life outside of school. You know, like I, I, I don't, I ran track. He's like, so how was the 800 this weekend? And he just, you do this. I've seen you do this so many times. Like you see them as a whole person. Um, and I love watching you do that. And Candace, I feel like I did that a little bit before, but then I got to work with you and I'm like, you know, see him as a person first. So, um, that was, let me interrupt you, you all, <laughs> sorry, I'm going on mute. Cause I'm like drinking tea and trying to get this allergy stuff together anyway but okay so you'll hear molly and i will do this back and forth she did that too like molly you're talking about you watched me i watched you <laughs> and the thing you know and we've, we again we fed off each other but i love and that's the thing about being in independent education it's smaller classes it's a smaller student body so you really get to know the student. Yeah. You really do. And I love, and I'm, and that was God that you had that experience 
with, mm-hmm. you know, your teacher back in yeah. junior, you know, junior high way back, or high way school. Back when. <laughs> you know, a couple decades ago. <laughs> just one, y'all, like just one decade ago. Anywho, um, and that stuck with you, you know, for you to be able to talk about it now. And you're so right. Like I students need to know, you know, that you care. And I forgot yeah. the quote is in Maya Angelou where it says, you know, people won't remember like what you said, but how you made them feel. Yeah. I may so have true. butchered that quote a little bit, so but true. it is true. You know, they'll remember that yeah. you asked about that track meet and, you know, you were smiling and waiting for them to give that answer. And I saw yeah. you do that day in and day out. I'm like, oh. man, how did you know that? How'd you know that they did that? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, <laughs> about the game last night. Yeah. So, um, so good. Yeah. So that was Daryl Gage was a model, but also, I mean, I, I know it's not all schools are, you know, school doesn't feel good for everybody, Yeah. but yeah. I want, I want schools. I wish all schools felt like a place that a student can come and know I'm seen here. Maybe I'm even loved here. You know, that's what I want young people to feel when they go to school. Yeah. That's what I uh, hope for them. That is so, so good. Thank you so much. And again, I'm grateful (laughs) because I do have a daughter and, you know, she's not rah-rah, you know, doing cartwheels and backflips to go to school, but, you know, but once she's there and I was blessed to be able to see her every day, of course, working at her school the past two school years. So I get to see, you know, how she was doing. Um, but that not just me, but again, cause she has been a collegiate longer than I was working there, you know, but that she was able to run into teachers or administrators, other teachers that she didn't have in class and get that love and, um, you know, them ask her how her weekend was or how that performance was, um, mm-hmm. or how's your family, you know, things like that. Yeah. So I appreciate, yeah. appreciate so that so much. So um, so you mentioned, I just, let me ask this question about, you know, mo- you mostly taught math. Did you have a favorite particular math area that you enjoyed more than others? Well, I, I taught everything from fifth grade fractions to calculus. So, you know, there was a, a wide breadth there. Yeah. And I honestly, I think students, my most enjoyable students, and not everybody says this, but I love seventh graders. Like they're just, they'll they'll play, they want to be, they want to engage, they, um, they're funny, sometimes they're funny, and they don't even know they're funny, Um, they're growing physically, but, you know, just maturing as human beings so much, so as long as I came in with a sense of humor, and a really good plan, the day went well, I didn't have a sense of humor, my plan wasn't rock solid, the day would not go well, (laughs) Um, but had some in terms of people, I probably enjoy seventh graders the most. I love it. Um, but you know, then also in terms of math, we can, that, that's different stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh, I love that so much. Um, so what kept you motivated like every day Yeah. to show up with, you know, a plan and, and being funny, you know, ready to yeah. set the day for your students. It's such a good, I mean, I do, I do th- think we all have a gift lots of gifts right God yeah. gives us gifts yeah um and I think that my a gift I have is I am an encourager I like yeah. to you yes. know I've been a coach I've been a teacher I like to encourage people and see them excel 
And so coming to school and knowing, I'm going to hope, you know, if the day goes well, go to day goes, um, I'm going to help someone grow. And I think that knowing that I'm going to help someone grow, put put a little gas in my tank. Um, I'd also say schools for teachers, for me, school was a really fun place because I got to hang out with awesome adults. Yeah. Other adults who said, you know what I want to do with my life? I want to help young people grow their hearts and their minds. Yeah. Um, usually those are pretty awesome adults. So yes. it was fun to, you know, just going to school and being with those other people. So, so good. So how many schools did you work at in your career uh, or have you worked at? <laughs> I, um, five, I think. Okay. Five. We lived in Columbus, Ohio for a while. And then we lived in Denver for a while. Then we moved to Louisville. Yes. Um, so yeah, and then I worked summers for a while in Oregon. And so I don't think yeah. I knew that. Did I ever, yeah, I'm not sure. Tell so me I, about so, Oregon. Oh my well, goodness. So, if you want to. <laughs> no, my, so you know, I'm a pretty physical person. Yes. Um, and we're going to get into that, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I used to lead backpacking trips in the summer. I'm not sure we talked about this. This was before, before children, really before Scott, um, in the, you know, teach during the school year, but in the summer lead backpacking trips, either in Oregon or Wyoming. Um, so it it was, you know, that was, again, sometimes it feels like a different lifetime. Still, I'm sure you Um, had an amazing time while you were doing it. I did. I did. And I was, you know, I was all of 23, 24, 25, you know, so, uh, it was, it was a fun summer adventure. Yeah. One of the best things about it is if you're in the mountains for six weeks, you can't spend any money in the mountains. So <laughs> I always said they didn't pay us very well, but somehow we saved a lot of money. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So how did you find out about that opportunity? The, uh, there was, uh, there is a company called National Outdoor Leadership School. It's Knowles. Okay. And so my first year out of college, I start teaching in that summer. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I took one of their courses and I really, so they have courses for most of their courses are for 14, 15, 16 year olds. Okay. But then they also have courses for adults. So I took one of their courses and I just loved it. I loved, I loved, you know, I love being physical. I love being outdoors. Right. I love kind of roughing it so that when you come home and you have a hot shower and a toilet that flushes like you just feel like you're in a palace yes oh my goodness um, you don't take those things for granted right no, no. <laughs> seriously so yeah. I liked it so much I took their instructors course the next summer and then I led trips with other you know usually you'd have two or three instructors and I led trips for I think four years until the last summer like uh, it's a trip. It was all, it was me, two male instructors and like 12 boys. I was like, I am so tired. I am just too old for this. I can't do this. I'm exhausted. And at the end of the trip, I'm like, Hmm, I'm I'm really tired. I turned out I was pregnant with Ellie. So okay. (laughs) if Ellie loves the great outdoors, I'm like, look at her. I could start in the great outdoors. Oh my goodness. Oh, I love that so much. So what was the temperature like? It was so, especially in Wyoming, 
we would be there in mid-June. The trips okay. would start mid-June. And it was so interesting. You, it might be 70, you know, you're up in mountains. Yeah. Might be 70 or 80 degrees, or it might snow. And those two could happen within the day. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it taught, re-taught me and was such a good lesson to the young folks of like, you got to be prepared for anything. Yeah. And you got to enjoy what you have when you have it. So if it's a sunny day, enjoy that day. If it's snowing, like go throw a snowball. Right. Like, because you don't, there's no guarantee you have tomorrow. I mean, I wouldn't say that to a young person. Right. Right. (laughs) Just, just take the moment and enjoy the moment. So I can't say I've, there've been times where I forgot that lesson and needed to relearn it, but that was a good lesson for me of just enjoy what you have right there. Right. Yeah. That's so, so good. And so that kind of makes me, not kind of, it makes me think about, and I have this, I sent Molly some questions, you guys, you but I talk about this kind of towards the end of the questions, like Molly, um, now I should have pulled it out. It's somewhere in my, in this room that I'm in, but you gave me, um, I don't know if I want to call it a poem or an excerpt I from, I'm rem- remembering his yeah. name, Robert Bell, Bell. who was a minister. Yeah. And so he's talking about, and I guess the title is walk, don't run. And so I'm thinking about that now because of what you said, you know, enjoying what you have right in front of you, you know, being present in the moment and Molly, you and I would help each other. We did. Yeah. Be here now. Be here now. We just had these three word sayings that we would say back to each other. You all, it was just so precious. And because it was so true and what was needed in that moment, um, as you can imagine doing college counseling and the nature of, um, the timeline, you know, especially Mm -hmm. in the fall as our seniors are, you know, applying to schools and, you know, meeting those deadlines and us writing recommendation letters, you know, and we look up like, wow, we got through that, you know, but day by day, you know, we were reminding each other, walk, don't run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just step at a time. One step yeah. at a time. Yeah. So good. So I'm going to ask this and then we'll probably come back to some other things, but right now catch us up. So you are no longer working right. full time <laughs> as the director of college counseling. Right. right. So, um, yes, which was a huge change in my life a big leap but uh it was I was working at collegiate and my husband uh is a private college counselor and so that's how I met him guys okay go ahead when our kids were home it worked out really well because I he could be home during the day if someone needed to come home sick or had to go to the dentist and then at the end of the school day I would come home with the kids or take them to whatever event was going on and he would start his work. So it meant that to some degree we were ships crossing in the night, but it also meant someone was always there for our kids if they needed something. And that was such a, a gift and a, a blessing. But then our kids went off to yeah. college and their you know adult lives. And all of a yes. sudden we were still ships crossing in the night. So um, I decided, we decided that I could come work with him. And that we would really share his college counseling practice. And it had meant that I left collegiate, which was so hard for me to do. I couldn't, I still can't really imagine that I've done that. Right. I know. Especially because 
we're in the summertime, you know, so maybe it still feels like, you know, like last summer and that Mm -hmm. you're going to go back full time, but, but, Um, but now it means that, you know, that we can have a lot more time together and we, we do work well together. We, you know, met a family last night on zoom and had a conversation together on zoom with the family. And um, so I'm excited for that independent college counseling course. Yes. And for the chance to just have more time with Scott. Yes. And, and selfishly have more time for me. Schools yes. are awesome places, but they want a lot of, they, you know, they go better if you give them a lot of time, but sometimes yeah. that means there's not enough time or much time left for the person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so good, Molly. Well, I honor you. I'm excited oh. um, for you and Scott in this, this oh. journey of, you know, of course Thank he's you. been working it, but for you, for you to come alongside, like, it's just, I'm excited to see what, how it will grow. Yeah. How you will grow as well. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so when we talk about walk, don't run, and here's just some other things that we said to each other, you know, just keep swimming. Yes. Race over grind. (laughs) Race. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. And so what does that look like practically for you now in this season with, you know, um, a shift in your, you know, in your career? Um, I think I've probably needed to focus a lot on the be here now. Yeah. Be here now. Yes, that's um, what we would say. Yes. Say, uh, because, you know, it is, it is something new for me and new things are hard. Um, new things are exciting, but new things ask us to not be the expert, you know, that, that that's I have so to good. be. You know, I'm not the expert. I'm figuring it out day yeah. by day. And I yeah. have to give myself, I think of you, I'm like, just try, just try. Yeah. Um, I have to give myself grace for the things I don't know and have faith that I'll learn them. Yeah. Um, so being, try, just trying to be patient with myself and yeah. kind to myself and, and not look just at one thing. So I'm excited about this chapter, but it can, I don't want it to become every, I don't want this one new professional change to be the only thing I think about. So remembering to like, okay, go, go gladiolas are blooming. Like go look at the gladiolas and what do gladiolas look like? You're like those tall spiky things. They're really pretty, but they're, I think, or I've been calling them the wrong name the whole time, but we have these tall spiky flowers. Okay. Yes. In your Um, yard. (laughs) In the yard that have been blooming. Yeah. Just go out and see them. They're bee, they're pollinators. So the bees come to them. Wow. Okay. um, Yeah. I love that. I love that. And you enjoy being outside. And that's something that you all who are listening have heard me say a lot. It's like, just go outside. I'm actually, the room I'm in, there's a window in front of me and I'm like, oh, it is super sunny outside. I've just got to go just stand in the sun and just take in, um, take, take in the sun and let it just be down on me. So that is so good. Go ahead, Molly. Now I just remember when you and I first met when it wasn't past the carpool line, you were coming to collegiate to interview for a position. Yes. And it was COVID where, you know, if you were indoors, you needed to have a mask. And I said, do you want to go outside? And you were so excited and I was so excited. And, you know, that was one of the, that was the first conversation we really shared and we shared it outside and we could take out off our, take off our masks and I could see your beautiful smile. And that, I just felt like that was such a wonderful beginning to get to know you. Oh my goodness, Molly. And uh, thank you for saying that. 
<laughs> and I remember, I remember, I remember that. And I'm picturing that in my mind right now. And I think I probably like maybe inside, like side, you know, like, yes, I get to be me and I'm not hidden behind <laughs> like this yeah. physical mask. And it's something about going outside. And I heard maybe a pastor say this, you know, people who are drawn to nature, it's because God's perfect will is, is in place. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I just come more alive when I'm outside and I have really, and this is not about me, but I think I'm supposed to say this now, I can feel constrained if I'm inside. Yes. I don't know if you. Absolutely. Yeah. And you go out and you just feel like you can breathe a little more. Yes. And now I'm laughing because Molly and I taught a, um, we called it a co-edge class. (laughs) And we really, and the students too, really enjoyed those times, which we made sure we did it every time to go outside, to take a break, you know, to let them play and and kick the soccer ball or. And I think you nailed it. And to be less constrained. Yes. That that it is. I feel like when we go outside, we can just expand a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Such a good thing. Yes. And it's a reset. I feel like, you know, it's a reset. You've been sitting for a while, especially because the classes are what was 75, 75. Yeah. yeah, You know, and so I'm sure we weren't the only, you know, teachers that did that guys. I want to be clear, (laughs) you know, there were quite a few classes that would take a break, you know, during the day um, or go on a walk around Mm -hmm. the school just to reset. And I think that's Mm -hmm. so, so important, whether you're in a school building or at home to go out. And even if it's just outside for two minutes, I think we we worked with a guy named Thomas Travis who would just go walk the playground and come back just every day, go walk the playground, come back. Yes, that's it. Oh, I love that. And I love that we are our space at Collegiate. So just a beautiful space and, you know, in in a neighborhood. And so, you know, we could do that. (laughs) You know, we could take a lap around the school, you know, outside or even inside if needed. Okay. So you talked about earlier, yeah, get back into some of the questions about the many roles that you've had, whether that was at collegiate or other schools. And I remember you sharing, um, cause I don't know if I knew this when I first started, but you know, as we got to know each other, that you had been the Dean of students. Was that right before you became, yes, um, before came I to, transitioned yeah, to okay. college counseling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you shared that you, you know, I guess came to a place where you're like, you know what, this is not for me. Right. Am I, am so I saying true. that right? Yeah. No, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, how did you come to that thought? And then, um, you know, and I'm sure it was a faith step to say, to go back to, you know, whoever was leading you to say, Hey, this isn't a good fit. Is there another, something another for direction, me? Yeah, another direction yeah. for me? Yeah. So the, you know, the Dean of students is, in large part, they, they do other things, but a yeah. big part of the job and probably the hardest part of the job is to be the disciplinarian Yeah, that you're going to, which I, I believe in discipline, you know, really self-discipline most of all, but you know, they're in a school, there needs to be someone who said you zigged, you should have zagged and here's the consequence. Um, which I, it's so funny. Cause I think in, in our home and as two parents, I'm probably more the disciplinarian, but I, I, that I think that again, we, we if we're going to do something for a long time, it needs to put 
gas in our tank, wind in our sails, juice yeah. in our bottle, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it, and we have to figure out what it is about it that does it. You asked me, you know, what did I love most about teaching? I loved seeing students grow right. and, you know, find their gifts. And I thought that I'd be able to do that through the Dean of Students. And I, it just didn't, I felt like so often I was the person saying, not here's your gift, let's grow it. But what you did was wrong, let's end it. Mm -hmm. And and we do wrong things and we need to end doing wrong things. Right. But I wasn't the right person for that job. And I think mm -hmm. I knew it. It took me a while to figure that out because for a while, like it's a new job. Of course it's hard. New oh, yeah. jobs are hard, you know, yeah. just you're keep learning. on keeping on, be yep. it, you know, keep going, you'll get this. Right. But I think it was when the sex, so I did that job for two years, when the second year started, it's early in the school year where everybody should be energized. And even early in the school year, I was waking up tired. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was anxious about going to school, not feeling good about going to work. And it was hard because I, I think I was doing the job. Okay. It's not, I think the job, anybody looking on the outside would say that's fine, right. but I just knew it was not filling me up, but really taking, you know, taking, taking me away from me. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. I, I couldn't show up for myself and it was hard to step away because right. I didn't quite know, you know, if I said to collegiate, I can't do this anymore. Right. Were they going to have anything for me to do? Um, and, but I, you know, and, and that was a real possibility. And I kind of thought, okay, I can, you know, I can find another teaching job. I can, I'll, I will figure this out, but yeah. I knew I couldn't keep doing a job, doing work that only emptied me. Yeah. Um, and I really admire, I've seen other people do that job and it doesn't, you know, I think it's a hard job, right? but right. I've seen other people do it and be fine, yeah. but I just, it was not the right space for me. And I really had to trust my voice, but I really think my voice is, you know, the voice I'm hearing is God's voice yeah, of yeah. none of us. God doesn't want to see, you know, God has good plans for us. He doesn't yes, want he does. us to be emptied day by day. He wants us to use our gifts, you know, because I think when we use our gifts, it fills us. Yeah. So, so good. That's where I went with it. So um, good. Yes. And I, <laughs> and I just love how God works because Romans 8, 28, it's a verse I will remember forever was my, at my home church, my pastor, his favorite verse. So I, we had it memorized early on because he would always, <laughs> you know, quote it where it says, you know, all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So even, mm -hmm. you know, you, um, you know, sharing with the collegiate administration, you know, this is not the position for me open, you know, a door open for you to step into something else. And I think selfishly too, like I got to meet Molly. I got to work with you, you know, um, yeah. and just how it all, even in a, in a hard situation like that, a role like that, where you're like, this is not for me, but I don't know totally what's next that it all worked okay. together for yeah. good. Yeah. For yeah. good. It's a lot of good. Absolutely came out. <laughs> no, I'm, you know, I look back on that and think anytime someone that was a hard decision to make. Yeah. Um, and I know you've made hard decisions. I've yeah. seen my kids make hard decisions yeah. and, you know, hard decisions usually mean a big turn in your road, or at least a, 
pretty significant turn in your road, but yeah. sometimes that turns exactly what you need. Exactly what's needed. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. And that just, there's lessons in it all, whether we figure out all the lessons in the moment, or it's later on where you think back, like, okay, that was, that was hard, but it was necessary. And this is what I yeah. learned from it, or this is how I grew from it. So when right. that next hard comes, I know that's helped me. It's like, okay, can you doesn't look exactly like this, but you've done a hard thing before or what you perceive to be hard, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's a quote I love that I think people use more like fitness, but it's, you know, how do you get strong by being strong? Like, you know, you do something hard and it makes you better at doing the hard things. Yeah. And so, you know, decide to be strong and it helps you be stronger. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that strong and that strength. Okay, okay y'all. <laughs> that way. Okay. So Molly is an amazing person, right? She is a woman of God, a woman of faith. She's an amazing wife, mother. You are kind. And yes, I'm and all the roles that you've had within the well, education setting, a coach, she's a motivator. She's an encourager and she's an iron man, iron woman. <laughs> How many times? Have you uh, two, two two full Ironmans? Yeah, two full Ironmans, and then is there one on the horizon? There's there's a half in September and okay. a full in November. You all, I know it's so fun. It's so fun, and Candace cheers me on. I'm so grateful. Oh my! Listen, you all, Molly is amazing. She is fit. And oh, I, we got to know my I, myself, I know, you know, but the listeners like, how did you get started? You mentioned when you were talking about the teacher, um, you know, that really made an impression on you yeah. that you ran track. Yeah. You know, how'd you get started yeah, with competing? So I, 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 oh, I did. I had always been, a, I'm a physical person. I'm, yes. you know, I have a hard time sitting still for too long. Um, and I, and moving feels good. Yeah. And I did, I ran for, I ran in high school and ran in college. So I, not very fast, but <laughs> forward anyway. I ran kept, forward. Yeah. Yeah. And you kept yeah. going. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another one we had forward is a pace. Technically yeah. that's forwards, but, um, so I've been a runner and then, you know, kids keep people busy. You're a busy mom. I, you know, that all of a sudden there wasn't as much time for it. And then my daughter at the time, I think she was 17 or 18. She was going to do this little sprint triathlon. And I go and I cheer her on. I said, and that was amazing. She said, well, you should do the next one with me. And I said, I can't do that. She said, yeah, sure you can. So Aww. I did. So she was the encourager for me. She was the person who said, you can do this. Come on. I Our see kids this are thing. amazing, aren't they? Are they amazing? Yeah. So I did a sprint with her, um, which is I mean, it, it at the time, it, it, it is, it seemed like a lot, but the, uh, this is also one of those things of everything is so relative. Um, so that kind of got me into it. And I liked, I liked the people. They're those super fast 20 year olds up at the front of the pack. They're really like hardcore. <laughs> and then there are the 53 year olds towards the back of the pack. And that would be me, but um, it just wonderful people. And I like a challenge. I yes. like to have a goal and work towards that goal. Um, so I just grew in it and every time I did it, it was scary. Yeah. And then it would be like, I did that scary thing. And that made me, you know, realize we can, and we hear this a lot, that we can do hard things. Yes. And, but most of all, I, I come to, I'm not sure I 
love the races, but I love training for the races. Um, and I love being outdoors. So much of it is outdoors. Right. And I love, you know, so much of that training I do with other people. Yeah. And it's, you know, so fun to, especially if you're on a long run, like you have a lot of time to hear a person's story. Right. Right. So I love, you know, just hearing different people's stories and what, what lessons they've learned along the way. Yeah. I love that, Molly. And I have enjoyed, you know, hearing you share about, you know, just some of those stories that were, you know, okay to share from, um, cause you're involved with land sharks, which is, would you call it a club? So yeah, it's a, we call ourselves a multi-sport club because some people don't run, bike and swim. Maybe they just run and bike or whatever, but um, it's just a a club, a group of triathletes here in Louisville that just love to support each other. Like that's really our goal is to encourage everybody, to include everybody and to support everybody. Yes. Um, And that's a perfect fit for you, Molly, because that's who you are, you know? And so just hearing you talk about certain, you know, individuals that you have connected with. And I love it because you had said this before, like you have, um, and I think people listening will understand this. You kind of have your work, family, friends, you know, but it's also good to have, be around other people. Like that diversity is good. And like you said, you're getting to know them, hearing their stories, encouraging one another. And I know they would say the same about you. Here's Molly, you know, with this gorgeous smile and she's encouraging us, you know, and she's sharing her story too. And just how you all are coming together around this common go and you're the social chair right which i am we have a big social tonight if anybody wants to come meet the land sharks we're going to the loose city game so come to the north end and i'll greet you and uh yes i'm the social chair yes what a perfect fit you guys (laughs) (laughs) of course she's the social chair in title and even if she didn't have that title um go ahead well really that when i joined it was it's intimidating I was intimidated of you know here are these people they just seem like they know how to do everything and I really don't know much at all and I remember Patrick you you heard about Patrick like just saying oh come on Molly it'll be great and him being so kind and welcoming and I just thought okay I need to do you know no one should show up and if they show up scared they shouldn't stay scared right they should show up and have someone help them know oh it's all good it's gonna be great Uh that's so good. And you're that for someone else. Just like, you know, just like Patrick was that person for you, you know, you're able to be that person for someone else and not just within land sharks, but again, I just, it is just a part of who you are. You are a part of who I am grateful. (laughs) I love it. This has been so, so good. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Okay. So you mentioned, um, of course, your new business adventures, you know, partnering yes. with Scott Prince College Counseling. Awesome. And so, you know, I love that you, like you said, you all had a Zoom meeting last night, you know, meeting with the family. What is your hope for the students and families that you're able to connect with through Prince College Counseling? Yeah, so good. I mean, and this comes back to, and I must sound like a broken record, but like I do, we, we all have gifts. God, you know, God made us and he made us and gave you one gift and another person, another gift. And to, I think, you know, I, a lot of us don't find those gifts till later in life. And I, you know, I want young people to realize I do have a gift or I have lots of gifts. 
and that gets probably pretty tightly related to my purpose. Yeah. Why, you know, why God has me here. Yeah. So to help them realize those gifts and then, you know, it's college counseling. Right. So help them find schools where those gifts, they can grow them. Yeah. Where those gifts are celebrated, where they can share those gifts. Because I really think that, I mean, if that's college to, to explore, maybe right. we don't find our gift till later on, but to explore looking for what are the the blessings that I can share and to be in a community that celebrates that. So, um, so to help them find those schools, sometimes yeah. that's easier than others. But <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. And I would say, you know, just working with you the past two years um, that you had such a way with students and families and, and trying to get to that, to that point and help them get there. Yeah. So I know um, this is going to be a good transition or oh. is, is because it's happening. It's, 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 yeah, it's dynamic. It's happening oh, in real so time. Kind. So, 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 so good. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, And thank you, Molly, so much. And I know you all got some good nuggets by listening to this episode. And like I said, I hope you had, I didn't say this at the beginning, but I hope you had your notebook and your pen close or your phone where you could take notes. Um, but Molly, I appreciate you before, you know, we close this out, um, for the listener who has children or grandchildren, niece, nephew, and maybe like, you know what, I need to connect with that Prince family, mm-hmm. that, that amazing husband and wife duo. Um, how can they get in touch with oh. you and Scott and connect with Prince College Counseling? Absolutely. So we, we, our website is princecollegecounseling.com. Um, so, so they easy. can go to princecollegecounseling.com. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on threads. Did you get on threads? I did not. I've been seeing people, you know, talk oh, yeah. about it. And I was just like, oh, another platform. I know. Maybe I later. Know. I don't know. I, I can say, yeah. So I'm on Instagram and threads and yes. Twitter is Molly Prince. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just reach out because I, I do think as parents, we all, and as families we want to take care of the young people we love right and that's going to look different for you know different families but sometimes if we just are anxious about something it's nice to have information yeah that's good you know I've had a lot of phone calls where parents have said look I just have three questions can you help me with these three questions and it is a joy yeah for me to talk through whatever questions they have and you you know we do that at collegiate every day yeah oh yeah sometimes if we don't have information it can make us so anxious and just a little bit of information helps that anxiety go right away yeah so good it helps to bring clarity yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then they know their next steps yeah so that's no, so good. absolutely well you absolutely. all check the show notes because i'll have um the oh, website so there nice. link there so you all can get in touch with um, molly and scott so Molly, again, thank you so much. Thank you, Candice. I, <laughs> I want to see you in person but just seeing you on a zoom screen <laughs> is from heaven this is a gift Thank you. All right. Thank you, everybody. And be sure to leave a comment. Be sure to leave a comment or a review. Have a great one. Hey, my listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Vision Speak Live. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you did, I would love for you to rate this podcast and write a review. That only helps us get this out to more people. Also, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss new episodes. Again, thank you so much for tuning in.